Thank you, Mr. Newsom, for bringing tonight's questions and answers with the Elohim live over the internet radio to PBS. Thank you so much. I welcome you all. This is, as usual, a simulcast with a conference call. And let's see, we have a few people here. Welcome to tonight's show. If you want to, feel free to say your names and locations. But only if you want to in the next call, or please say your name and location. Hi, hi, Don in Northern Ohio, everybody. Welcome, Don. Antonio in California. Hi, hi, well, hi Don. Hello, Antonio. Buenas tardes. Hi, Antonio. Buenas tardes. Como estai? Excellent. TV Titan. Benny, gracias. How are you Don. doing, Don? Good. Life is good? Yeah, more or less. More or less? Good enough. Good enough. Are you snowed? Snowed at? Yeah, we got a lot of snow. Uh-huh. We had a couple of nice days. I got all the driveway cleaned off and everything, but piled and up. Then right. Welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. Yeah, hi. It's Lauren from Fort Washington. <clears throat> Welcome, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Hi. And welcome to all of you listening in online to BBS Radio. I saw your daughter. She's doing okay, yes. It was just, uh, you know, she expected it. She was fine last night. Thank you for asking. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the conference call. Please say your name and location. Hi, hi. Hello, hi, Terry. Hi, Terry. Hi, everybody. Hi. Are you on VOIP? Yeah. All right. Hello. And we have someone else joined in. Welcome. Please say your name and location. Hi, hi. It's Jeannie and Citrus Heights. Welcome, Jeannie. Hi, Jeannie. Thank you. Hi, Antonio. Hi, Terry. Hello. Is my voice clear? Very, Very clear. clear. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like you're, sit, like you're sitting next to me. All right. Great. No, she's sitting next to me. Don't play her over her. Okay. No, we're sitting next to Wynn. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Terry, did you know that Max Gerson is the guy that popularized carrot juice? Yeah. He, he did what with carrot juice? He's the guy that popularized drinking carrot juice. Well, I believe it. Yeah, I read his book. Max Gerson. Yeah, I heard somebody saying that you really get the most benefit. You have to uh, use one of those Norwalk juicers. That's true. Yeah. So you had a mute. Okay. Think about it. That's a mute. 
Is this VOIP 101? Yes. <laughs> it's easy. Just put the microphone mute and unmute, and that's it. Yes, currently you're muted. You're back again. Now you're muted. <laughs> and when you when you mute yourself, we cannot un unmute you. I welcome the next caller. Please say your name and location. Jody Nisakwa. Hi Jody, welcome. Hi Jody. Hi Jody. Hi. Hey, hi, how's your daughter? She's doing fine. <clears throat> Talked to her last night. She's okay. Oh. Welcome. Yes. Welcome to the next caller. Please say name and location. Hey, positive greetings. Hi, from Sedona. Great. Positive greetings to you, Raiden. Blessing. Hi, Raiden. Thank you. Hey, Antonio. Hi. Is that Jamie? No, this is Terry. No, hi, hey, positive greetings, Terry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It sounds like you at first. Mm -hmm. I'm on VOIP. Oh, that's why. Yeah. What? Mm -hmm. It sounds VOIP-ish. Wipe-ish. Good luck. I can hear your computer fan. Hi. That's mine. No. Oh. Okay. Now I can't hear it. So. I don't know whose it was. Well, Teddy is muted currently, so it was probably Teddy. Ah. I'm telling you, you need to recognize the difference between the fans, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and remember that VOIP picks up everything. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the next caller. Appreciate the name and location. It's Joy in Squim, Washington. Welcome, Joy. Hi, Joy. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. 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 Oh, somebody has a train. They're bringing my groceries again. <laughs> how How have you been, Joy? It's been a while. There, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I have the doors wide open over here. It's been pretty hot here today. How hot is that? It was when I came home. It was like 85 outside. Wow. Oh, it was my hot God. here, too. Heard of that. <laughs> How hot, Antonio? That hot? I don't know, but it, it felt like the heater was on and it wasn't. Oh, and welcome to the next caller. Please say your name and location. Gretchen Mesa, Arizona. 
You're welcome, Gretchen. Hi, Gretchen. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Gretchen. Hi. I, it could have been because I was dehydrating lemon peels in a dehydrator. Yeah. I welcome the next caller. Please say the name and location. That oh, would be me. Hi, Ice. Hi, welcome, Ice. Alan. Hi, Owen. Did I hear John? Hi, guys. Yeah, John from Las Vegas. Hi, John. Welcome, John. Hi, John. Hi, John. Hi. Is that Joy Joy there? Yep, yep. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> Antonio, Gretchen. You, you can do if you dehydrated lemons. Make them into powder and make uh, natural vitamin C. Uh, what was that, Lauren? That was Don talking to me. Oh, Don. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. He was talking about my dehydrated lemon. How do you dehydrate a lemon? A dehydrator. Stick it in a, an oven? Oh, you have a dehydrator? Okay. okay. Yeah, but you could also stick it in an oven. Or sun dry them. But a, mi a microwave wouldn't work, but there's too many electrons. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the conference call. Please say name and location. It's Wynn in Sedona. Hello, Wynn. Welcome. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Okay. I haven't forgotten you. started, right? Um, you want to get started? Well, it's 7.08. Are right. we on BBS? I yes, have a question. One question, por favor. Just a moment. You know, okay. You said a you said a bad precedent. You know that because if you do it, everybody should do it, right? I'm going to tell people that don't want to send a question in to send it to you to call you up. Okay. okay. Then <laughs> um, we'll be here forever. No, no, no. You'll just get the question down. And then you have to, we'll figure it out. Never mind. Hey, um, what's, uh, your what's your question, question? Antonio? What's my question? It is, um, I know about two past lives that have caused anxiety and panic in this lifetime. Is there any more past lives or any incidences that has caused trouble for me in this lifetime. I'm sure there are. So I, I want to fix everything and then I could do more. I'll just have to pull up my leader pants. Now, if you ask them, are there any more? And they just say yes. Are you going to be disappointed? Yeah. <laughs> then you better ask, can you tell me what they were? <laughs> oh, yeah. Are there any more, and can you tell me what they were? In order of importance. Yeah. In order of importance. All right. Of the agoraphobia that... All right, all right, no more, no, no more talking. We're moving on. Muted.
It is February 9th, and here yeah, we let go. Me, let me recording oh. started. Wait, wait, wait. This session no, is no longer stop. being recorded. You know, I'm doing something different. I'm trying Terry on VOIP, and I don't want to start and have her be muted once the recording started. So, Terry, are you there? I'm there, but you know what? It's like when I'm channeling, I'm gone, and so having this to operate. Um, you don't have to. You, you don't have to mute it. You know, just don't mute it. It's no right. different than muting your phone. Okay. But you know, how, how, if it, I'll tell you what. If there's a point where you're suddenly making a bunch of background noise where you shouldn't, Highs will mute it. Mute you. Okay. He'll pay attention to it. Okay? Okay, but you seen if it is, it's like I my attention like I'm not here when I'm You don't you I don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. Don't worry, don't worry about it. Just okay. just channel the answers and keep the computer relatively close to your mouth. Okay? Yeah, but is that a problem? Well, it's this big thing on my chest. <laughs> oh, you don't have a headset? Oh. Oh, you know what? I have. No, she can't use, use that headset. I do have a headset. But, you know, the headset was paired. I don't know. It paired to my computer the other day, but I don't know how to do it. Yeah. You know what? I wouldn't try anything new like that right now. We are live on PBS. Okay. And 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 um I have a headset that you can plug in. I'm trying to look for it. I don't know if I can find it in the moment. But if I do, I'll bring it in, okay? I've got the one Tom gave me but I don't know if the mic That doesn't have a that doesn't have a good microphone on it, okay? okay. Thank okay. you, Tom. But, yeah, um, thank you, Tom. I like it. Yeah. So, hang on. Let me just say, on Wednesday night, we are talking to um, sources on the other side. Not just any sources. We're talking to the two major, uh, one way of describing them is the two major oversouls for planet Earth, okay? One is the Elohim group, and one is the Ra group, okay? And each group has many members. We don't talk to the whole group. They assign a certain, um, how would we say it, a certain percentage of them, you know, small group small group, but they're very wise and they can also see the people on the line and feel the people on the line and connect with the people on the line. And you know, we all have what some people call karma, okay? And they can help you understand your karma. They can help you understand your past lives. And not only that, they can. All right, Terry? Yes. Are you banging around? No, it's somebody else. 
Okay. Are we recording? Uh, no, we're not recording yet. Because okay. I I found the microphone that I can plug into the computer and Terry can use. And it might make it easier on her. Okay. So yeah, here we okay. go. I can't. Oh, oh man, she's gone. Here. Okay. Can you hear me? Can you hear me on the microphone? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Talk. Talk. No. All right. Here we go. Okay. Is it is this working? I got a no, it's not. Learn this app. You come to the Wins phone, not oh. not where you're on. Okay. Can you hear them? Can you hear me? Yeah. On your headset? Yeah. 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 So talk. Now, can you hear me? No. I hear you through his phone. All right. I'll tell you what. Just put this over here. Okay? okay. And just aim towards it. Turn around if you can. Okay? And I got to get out because I'm causing all this feedback. Okay. Say Bye. something, Terry. I don't hear you right now, Terry. I cannot hear you. Terry? The re- the re- Are you unmuted? Yeah. Were you muted before? No. Okay. All right, Terry? Why can't I hear you? Can you hear Terry? No, it's not coming through on the council. You might have to go to settings and set up the microphone. Um, I'm just going to use my phone. It's just the way it was earlier. I'm I'm muting you for a second, Vince. The way it was earlier, when you just just talking into the microphone of your uh, computer, things were fine. Can you hear me? Yes, but it's bouncing back and forth. Please, God, help us. Hi. Okay, you're talking. I cannot hear. Yes. I can't make it work. I don't know. You know, it was Terry, earlier when she spoke. I I know it. I know. Let me put a microphone in. 
But Terry does this to equipment sometimes. <laughs> you know, she's one of those kinds of people that when she walks under when she walks under a street light, it goes off. <laughs> and, all right. Terry, are you on yet? He's muted right now. Star six, you have muted on the console. No, no, I, uh, she's coming in. She's coming in on the phone. I can't make the okay. console work. Her phone is not here yet. Yeah. So, um, I thought it would have been easy, but I was wrong. And I'm sorry to keep everybody waiting so long. All right. Hi, Terry. On Hi, I'm on the phone now. I'm All right. Let, let's do it. Are you ready, Vin? Are okay. you settled? Ready. November 9th. The recording okay. has started. This is November 9th, 2022. Sorry, it's, uh, it's actually February, I believe. Oh, yeah. February. November. This is February 9th, 2022. Lynn and Terry in Sedona, Arizona. Everybody everywhere. And this is the call where we are asking questions and we're sorry i apologize for making everybody wait so long i had this um idea that if terry was talking in another way that we might get better audio from her and i i started setting it up and then it wasn't working, okay? So we're now back to the normal way of being on the calls and we're gonna be asking these group souls questions that you all have submitted. And we have some doozies today, okay? I'm amazed and I thank all of you for, I think, bringing in better questions. This is deeper than a psychic reading, okay? This is um, our sources have the ability to work with your energy field and help shift things, uh, help you shift things. They don't take power over you, but they can help move. I want to say the right way to say this. When I was first communicating with them, I thought they were just going to tell me what to do, and that would be fine. And it's not the way it worked. They never told me what to do. They did things, and then based on what they were doing, I had to figure out what to do. And they're very wise. Listen carefully to how they answer the questions, okay? And if it works for you, I mean, if you get a resonance, some people feel energy um, 
I do. A lot of people do. Because you know how you can go into a room and feel the energy of a room? I'm sure many of you have had that experience, okay? Well, this is like similar, except you're not in a room. Or you're on a phone line. Nobody's around you except the people on the call and our sources. And they can, they can give you the experience of being surrounded by energy. And I really should have somebody validate that instead of me saying it. But I want to get right into asking my questions that have come up tonight. So I'm going to call in the light. This is our invocation to bring the energy of them into our space and to create a protective field so that nothing negative comes in. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Terry and myself, everyone on this line, everyone on BBS radio, and everyone who listens to a replay. And right now, we invoke an energy that flows in from the center of the universe, through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through your bodies, and into the center of the Earth. And we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. And we invite those sources that are positive service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And we create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. And do we have our sources present? Yes. <clears throat> this is Ra'an. We are an aspect of the other human group and an aspect of the Ra group, and we change depending upon the nature of the question, to bring through answers that uh, can potentially assist you in your evolution on your own path to your um, whole track, your life, your uh, life. Uh, if we ever see anything that doesn't make total sense to you, disregard it. It's, it is uh, not of help to you if uh, you don't uh, if it doesn't make sense and you can't apply it. So uh, take what it is that you can apply and disregard the rest. We come directly to you. We don't come through the telephone line. That is where the voice comes. But through BBS radio, that is where the voice comes in. Do you have questions? Yes, we do. And our, our first question is from, let me see here. I'm 
John Siboransky. And John has asked the greatest question of all time, which probably everybody could ask, okay? And let's see what they say. What can I do to eliminate all negativity from me? Should I just be, observe my behavior daily? Should I ask Grace for help? Or should I ask Fred Brooks for, Brooks for another clearing? Or is there anything else I can do to eliminate all negativity permanently? Thank you, John, for the question. John in Las Vegas. Thank you. We take a look and we see that um, you, your own self within yourself, gave a great deal to do with what you resonate with, what you take in, and what uh, stays with you or what can bounce off of you and not be uh, affected, affecting you. In, at this time, many people in uh, the world are, uh, have their negativity that they've kept in hiding uh, coming to the surface. And so the negative aspect of the world and the environment are showing themselves. And so one of the things to do is to be able to distinguish, to discern, is it something that you are um, bringing up or is it something that is being showed to you or uh, impacting you by your environment? You are very aware of your environment and uh, and the things that need correction. Uh, so these things in the world you are seeking to correct. <clears throat> um, when you observe these things, um, This, um, we are looking at so many things at once here. Um, we are looking at the uh, lion way of healing negativity, where when there is negativity in the world, one uh, takes a look within their own self and see if there is anything negative of that nature that you could work on to heal, that when you heal it within yourself, it helps heal it within the world at large. Um, you have had many lifetimes and have much experience to draw on.
there are some clues in what we have just said towards healing negativity. That when you see negativity in the world at large, as you do, or you are able, you yourself, to tune into it, and uh, then if you can use um, the Hawaiian method of healing to see anything within yourself, uh, could you could work on to heal. It would also help to heal it in the world. Um, there's a different kind of negativity, and that is um, uh, if in your mind you um, uh, have mind chatter that um, you would disagree with, uh, then that is another source of negativity from within. And the way to handle that is to just um, let it play out. Don't try to react to it. Don't try to fix it. Just let it um, die down. Don't uh, try to do anything to it. But just observe it, and and then let it play itself out. That is one way uh, uh, to handle negativity. There are deeper ways to handle that. Uh, the mind shutter, but um, the first way is to observe and see what is there. There's another kind of thing you might interpret as negativity. Uh, which is, say, your own personal reaction to something that you don't like. And this may be a very valid, appropriate reaction. And it is best to not be irrational and simply jump uh, at, at expressing how you feel, but to consider it and look at it from all sides and um, then realize that negativity coming in from outside, it, you have not created yourself and it is what it is. And then to maintain your own position, um, your own center without being swept away by uh, some outside negativity. And this is separate from uh, seeing something in yourself that you can heal that is uh, the same thing as going on and something going on in the environment. Those are some clues on working with us. Thank you. Thank you. Great answer. Next question from Isis in Arizona. Ra'an has mentioned in the past that one of the jobs of the Elohim is connecting souls to bodies in a way that we can understand. Could you share how this is done? Good luck. Is there a process? Is this a job only the Elohim do? 
Much love, Isis. Thank you. Uh, we do have divisions uh, that are, have been in practicing for uh, eons, uh, where uh, they um, are working to understand body functions and to um, see how they may uh, be improved and to in a, uh, there was another division of correction of um, genetic mistakes where uh, there have been genetics and ge genetic engineering uh, put in play by uh, different races um, experimenting and uh, there are uh, some uh, divisions that have um, are tasked with um, looking at the mistakes and uh, what could be, how they could be made better, and even offering for those uh, genetic engineers uh, in the physical world that are willing to listen uh, to work with them. Uh, there are different, different aspects of this. Do do um, ETs are any advanced ETs have the ability to connect souls to bodies? Give us Oh uh, yes, yes. Yes. I don't think I'll ask any more questions about that. Although I'd like to, but. Uh, it'll, I think it'll get into too long a discussion, so maybe we'll take it up on a Sunday or something. And uh, if you want to, I don't know if you want to talk about it, you know? Uh, it just might be, we be careful with the subject, so run it by, um, talk about it beforehand. Okay, that's what I was thinking. All right. Okay, next question. And this is from Antonio. I know, when he says I know, I'd rather say I think, okay? Because um, if somebody told me... We are me, fine with that, we know. Okay. I know I had two past lives that caused, caused my pain and anxiety in the present. Are there any more? Can you tell me what they were in order of importance? Thank you. Uh, very good on uh, locating and finding those two past lives. And this is something uh, to work with. And uh, in asking the question, we see that you suspect that there are more. And as you get off the uh, charge, uh, see if in if you have um, gotten off the charge of those two lives, and um, there is another life behind it earlier, um, and they might not come off in the order of the way that they have affected you. Um, then you may need to uh, 
take the charge of of another lifetime before you can get to even a bigger uh, life that affected you. Um, there have been some um, events um, that have affected um, planetary populations in general, of, of which you found yourself caught in. Um, but then uh, there are other ones, but uh, they cannot be seen until you uncover the uh, the earlier ones. Thank you. Next question. Why am I in the position that I'm in? This is from Abby in Yucca Valley, Yucca Valley. Why am I in the position I am in? Why am I in with the person I am with? Is it karma? And could you explain it? One of the things that we see is that you and the other person have some things in common that bind you together. One of them would be uh, your, um, hmm, what is the word, proclivity uh, for some, uh, we would say, uh, kleptomania, which you have in common with your partner. Um, it would do well to look at the things that you do have in common rather than the things that you do not have in common. And on the other side of that would be to uh, establish uh, ethical behavior concerning ownership of items. Uh, and once you establish within yourself, not your partner, but within your own self, uh, ethical uh, behavior concerning the owner of possessions, you may find possessions and places to live easier to come by. Thank you. And next question is from... Bonnie Penners, okay? And just a moment. We know that all that is, is consciousness. There is consciousness in the elements. Air fire, water, and earth, and all have consciousness. The plants and animals have consciousness within the second density experience. When a third density human creates an inanimate object, such as a table or chair, using materials that are of the earth, like wood, 
is there still consciousness in the object? What about yes. a metallic object? Go ahead, answer that. The, uh, we, as you start out, um, all is consciousness. We would change the wording of that to say all has consciousness. So that would include the table, the chair. Uh, it would include the stones, the rocks, the minerals. It would include the clouds, the water droplets. It would include all of everything having consciousness, but all is uh, has consciousness, but it is not consciousness. Go ahead. What about a metallic object that was smelted from the core of the earth? Does the intention of the human creator affect the consciousness of his creation? That's a good question. Thank you for this rare sacred opportunity for further understanding. It does affect the uh, resulting consciousness, but the um, makeup of the object, the smelting, the different minerals, uh, smelting, uh, smelted together, are what make up the consciousness, and uh, it may uh, result in a bonding of the two consciousnesses, uh, and um, it may be able to still, uh, under some uh, direct uh, intervention, perhaps be isolated out, out, isolated out into its original consciousness is, is the original consciousnesses are there still. Thank you. Next question. This is from Joshua Turfinger. Turf, yes. Temperature, yeah. temperature in yeah. Pluggerville, Texas. And hey, Joshua, I just wanted to know, Terry and I really appreciate your donations. And and we do me. too. We we resources do too. And if you want to get appreciation. Be sure and send money because they appreciate you. You have appreciation. <laughs> okay. Joshua says, I often feel extremely sensitive to life to the point of feeling I can't handle it. Like everything is too bright. I feel this causes me to lose perspective often. How can I be more loving to myself and my partner and harness my sensitivity in a positive way? Many adds more, I can't seem to stay in the moment and grounded. Playing, uh, having trouble with my insecurities 
please put me and my relationship in the light. I want to be loving and love myself. Thank you. Joshua, guess what? You sound just like I used to sound. <laughs> so there's still hope. Now turn it over to our sources. Thank you. Um, working with yourself and with meditation um, to uh, focus on what is there within your own um, beingness and uh, accept and love it within yourself. Send up to it and observe and see what is there. Uh, are there um, aspects of yourself uh, that um, are observing the brightness, the, the input, the energy and streaming? We also say the, the, energy, the streaming energies at this time are very much stronger. Uh, and so um, be gentle with yourself um, as I, there is very much more input of energy, stronger energy coming in from um, the uh, galaxies at this time. Uh, and that is some of the thing. Um, we will also send you a stabilization uh, to hold your center. And the question is, is, is uh, where is your center? What is your center? And this is something that you can envision. You, the center of you, the core of you, the you of you, to send, you send that strength, support, and energy. Um, uh, dismissing things that are not you can be important. Uh, is there something your partner believes that she would like you to believe or it, you would like to go off center and, and connect with that oh, and uh, like to stabilize you. So if you can concentrate on um, loving your partner as your partner is and not feeling that you have to be thrown off center and totally agree with that, but learning to maintain your own um, self and then relate to her in that relation. Thank you. And, you know, Joshua, ask more questions in the future. You know, I find that people, some people ask questions quite often, and uh, it really helps to make, keep the connection. 
like refine their their answer and bring a question up on top of it. Okay. This is from Tad Winning in Cincinnati. Um, and I don't think we've ever had a question from you before, Tad. What a quite what a, what a, what a question you're asking here. God, I'm going to be embarrassed to read this. Okay, but here we go. An interesting thing about recent times is the amount of channels have been pumping out messages from multiple entities. Although it seems to just be reminding me of things I already know, for some reason, certain details spark my interest. My understanding is that you have already ascended to 4D and even maybe in 5D, waiting on us to finally catch up with you. He's talking about me, right? Now, I don't know how he got that idea. And um, I just want to say, there are days when I feel really expanded, and there's days that I don't. And I hope if I die, I die on a day that I feel expanded. Uh, I don't think of myself as being ascended or an ascended master. I just think of myself as doing doing a job the best I can and having these amazing things that I've come to be able to offer other people. And uh, I think I think at one point a few weeks ago, I did a session and I said, I asked them, I said, so do you think I, I would graduate this realm? And I really wasn't sure. And they said, I'll see if I get this right. They said, you probably will. You've gotten tough enough to keep the negative at bay. <laughs> so that's what they said. And I think I've had lifetimes where I couldn't keep the negative at bay. All right? Okay. Now, yeah, let me keep reading here. While we seem to be crystallizing, I was curious what kind of cleansing you have to go through for your individual journey. And if you are as excited as the rest of us trying to figure out this transition. And as this, since you're talking about me, I guess I should answer that. And I think the biggest thing I have learned how to do is accept things moment to moment, whether they're good or bad, okay? And accept whatever I'm going through in the moment, whether it's good or bad. And and learn how to create myself out of circumstances which are uncomfortable, okay? And, uh, I'm, you know, we have talked so much. We've had so many calls about what it's like to be on the other side and what it's like to graduate this realm. And um, and if you haven't listened to them, you know, you should go back into our archives and listen. And um, 
because I've got an immense amount of stuff that makes me kind of understanding things pretty well. And and um, let me keep reading here. I've also heard at least three names you have been labeled. Now that I don't understand, who's labeling me? I, uh, you have a favorite. <laughs> Choose your your own, or even care less. Ah, okay. Do I have a favorite label? Okay. Uh, Carla and I agreed that we that we were both bozos. Okay. <laughs> then I don't have to live up to anything. Okay. I've always felt grateful that I would simply hitch a ride with you once I ascended, but I have heard that we are an integral part of your ascension in the first place. Being included is that brings me more joy than I would ever be able to express. Is it actually true? And that's a good question. You know, uh, Edgar Casey said, I ride on the wings of the people that I helped, okay? And I can relate to that. When I think of all the people who are connecting with our energies and that it's uh, benefiting them, uh, I feel a, a sense of energy in the connection. Now, are they riding with my wings? I don't know. Let, my, let, let our sources answer that. Thank you for putting up with us. <laughs> I, I have to tell. My comment to that is thank you for putting up with me. Okay? And finally, I added a question here. How do I know if I made the grade to graduate this round? And on that note, I'm turning it over to our sources. Well, uh, like, well, in the question, uh, was he speaking of um, our sources, us, or uh, was he speaking of you? Well, he's speaking about me a lot in this, you know? And it's interesting. Ted, you've been listening to our calls, and you don't talk very much. I don't know who you are. Maybe I should. Maybe you have at one point. Um, but you seem to know who I am, and it's, it's okay because I kind of am vulnerable on these calls. And uh, but I've heard at least three names. Could you read the first sentence again? Of this whole paragraph, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Although it seems to just be reminding me of things I already know. No, for some reason, certain details spark my interest. My understanding is that you have already ascended to 4D and even maybe in 5D, waiting on us to finally catch up with you. And it sounds like he's talking about me there, right? Yes, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, we comment upon your first sentence there. And we see that um, Jim uh, McCarty, uh, he has said previously in uh, his comments on the Law of One 
that it reminds people of uh, something in their past, some information, something they already know, and it gives the it wakes up their memory of uh, the past. So this material will be waking up uh, things that you already know and uh, have been in the past familiar with. Um, the times no, that I, could be I, don't, I don't think he's I don't think he's talking about the law of one here. Okay. We uh see that he has said that some of these things remind him, is that right? Read the first sentence again. Although it seems to just be reminding me of things I already knew, for some reason, certain details sparked my interest, okay? Yes, yes, and so we wanted to say that this material, that uh, the Elohim, the raw material, the material that we are bringing through uh, is familiar. It is based... your civilization and thing, everything is based on what we are talking about, and therefore it will be waking up your uh, memories. And the memories that are most uh, profound and pertinent to you will be the ones that uh, where uh, it sparks your interest and excitement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. We're going to be switching to whole planet healing, and I have two two questions I didn't answer. One is from Joe, okay? And yes. Joe, would you would you mind asking your question next week? Unless they tell me I should answer it right now, but they probably won't. And uh, the other well, one. Let's is, see if we can quickly answer. Okay. Have I been of service to others in many past lives? If yes, what psychic abilities had I developed, and how was I helping people? Thank you. Yes, you have a great desire to be of service, and you have been of service. Uh, You are of service to those around you. And you have a broader interest in being of service. Uh, you were in service to others. Um, it, um, we see an aspect of your desire to be of service to others in uh, running throughout your lifetimes. And that you have come here in a difficult place, in a difficult time, to be of service to the people around you and to aid um, and to uh, bring through wisdom and help extend your hand to others to pull them up. Um, We see that running through uh, this life, last life, the life before, and the life before, we see this as a general uh, theme running through your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to ask them. 
Carmen's questions. They were really, really good questions this week. Don, you ask them next week because we're already two minutes over. And I wanted to say one thing to Todd, Dad Winning, who had that whole paragraph, and that what is, you know, I can look like a big shot. I mean, I come on every week, I talk, people listen to me, and I'm articulate. But I will tell you that to graduate this realm is not, being a big shot has nothing to do with it. It's the small things you do to make a difference in other people's lives. And and when you keep doing it, it brings such good energy back to you. And um, it has nothing to do with recognition. It has nothing to do with people being sophisticated metaphysically. It has to do with kindness and making sure that no day passes where you didn't extend kindness to somebody and care and in a way that they got it. And that's all I wanted to say. And on that note, Whole Planet Healing is an amazing call. We do it every day. And on Monday and Wednesday, we do it live on BBS. And um, so if you're on BBS... Don't move. Don't touch that dial. And BBS is going to tune into Whole Planet Healing on another number and patch it in. And um, if if you're intrigued by our work, here's a website you can go to: thespiritchannel.net. Thespiritchannel.net. It has going into the thousands of conversations with the sources on the other side. It has so many, so many breakthrough things that have never been in this realm before. And if, if you feel a good energy on this call and you want more, you have to, you have to reach back. Okay. And on that note, unmuted. Thank you, Seattle. Thank you all. Okay. We'll see you in a moment. Thank you, Dirt Sources. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Ben. This session is no longer being recorded. This session is no longer being recorded. Goodbye. Welcome to Hope Planet Healing. Would you like to say your name and location? It's Roger in Austin. Hi, Hi Roger. 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 BBS just came in. Would you like to say your name and location? Yeah, Lauren from Forks, Washington. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Joy. Welcome to BBS. Hi, Joy. Hi, Joy. Welcome to all you guys on BBS Radio. Yes. Hope, 
Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you all for being here. All right. Uh, Muted. Excellent. You know what? Another person whose call I didn't do today, and I'm sorry. We, we, I, I thought I was going to get in early today, and I was trying to get Terry's mic on, but actually her mic sounded pretty good, didn't it? On the computer, when she was talking into it, it sounded great. Um, better than her, better than her phone. It was I perfect. I got my headset so. on. It sounded better than my headset. Yes. Right now, you sound good too, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you sound, at least you had got your headset on, which sounds better than the, the you know, the, the, the speakerphone. Okay? Right. The speakerphone sounds Let's good get too. Started. All right. So, again, February. So, you're going to open up Win and then Jackie takes over? Yeah. I'll open up. Yeah. I'll open up. Jackie, are you here, honey? Yes, Jackie. I am. All right. When February 9th. The recording has started. This is February 9th, 2022. Everybody everywhere. And this is Whole Planet Healing. And, you know, we don't do channeling on whole planet healing. Not normally, it's possible, but this this call, I think, is the most extraordinary accomplishment of the work we're doing. And, and I'll tell you why. The sources that we talked to, the sources that you just heard um, answering questions, if you listened to the previous call, are not just bringing knowledge and awareness, which they do to us through all our question and answer sessions. And, you know, they said this early on. When I, early on, when I first started talking to them, I was saying to myself, are these guys really who they say they are? They identified themselves by the name the Council of Elohim, which was one of the names for God in the Old Testament, and the name that the Mormons used for God. And this was in the first six months, and I said, uh, they must be making a mistake. Why are you talking to me? And they said, you're like a cosmic midwife. You know how to bring these things into the world, and you don't have ego about it. And I remember thinking, I don't have a clue how to bring this into the world, and I don't even know if I trust you, okay? And and I didn't. I mean, uh, why should I trust this voice without a body that's talking to me that says they... <laughs> are one of the names for God. And uh, how do I know they were? And, and what is God? What does God actually do? You know, 
I mean, you know, there is a common um, understanding of God, but they really don't fit it. And uh, but they they do fit it in certain ways, in the ways that they honor free will, and and you have to ask for their help, and they want to help, but they don't want to tell us what to do. They don't want us to be. Uh, their minion, and when I asked them if they like to be worshipped, they said no. They said worship creates a separation. They said they're a larger aspect of consciousness than us, or in a higher dimension. And then they started explaining how if we made intentions and our intentions were in the highest good of all concerned and honoring free will, they could add their energy to our intentions and um, help bring them about. And then we started seeing some miracles. And, I mean, there's a whole story to it. But this call is the culmination of all the things we have been learning for 18 years. And their energy is on the call. If I stop talking like I just did, some of you could feel energy rush into the space. So this is a call designed to create more positive outcomes on planet Earth. And some people think of it as prayer. And I don't like to use the word prayer because I don't want to look like it's religious. Because it's not. And they're actually here. They've created a reality for themselves. Somebody that comes to our calls does not need faith. Okay? So... Um, that's all I want to say. And I, Jackie is going to be your concierge and move things through and introduce people. And we have a few sections to this call and different people volunteer to do them. So I turn it over to Jackie. Thank you so much, Wynn. Um, that was a wonderful introduction to why this call is so special. And uh, we also see this call as an opportunity to be of service every evening and how valuable it is to have strength in numbers when doing this positive work. So thank you all so much for joining us tonight. Well, get comfortable and push aside any distractions because we're going to get started by welcoming Cecil from near Seattle, Washington, who recites our invocation requesting energetic protection for ourselves and our efforts tonight. Cecil? Thank you, Jackie. Father, Mother, God, 
the one infinite creator. We ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect everyone in attendance, including those on BBS radio. And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy, radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through our galaxy, the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and into the center of the Earth. Right now, we invoke a group energy connection with all those present who are open to do so while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls. We invite those sources who are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We co-create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now. Back to you, Jackie. Thank you so much, Cecil. Well, Winfrey and Terry Brown are both with us on this call. And at the beginning, they take a few minutes of their time and share extra thoughts of theirs with us. So, Win and Terry, welcome back. Hi, Jackie. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say, you know, I gave a long intro before we started. And one of the, there are a number of things that convinced me that we were legit. Believe me, it took me at least three years. And I'm, I still go through it. <laughs> I said, are you sure you're not making a mistake? But one of the things that was really stunning was when I asked them, was Terry ever anybody famous? And they said, look up St. Catherine of Siena. And when I did, I found the story of this young Catholic woman in Siena, Italy, around 1300 AD, who would go to the local church and they would write down everything she said because they thought God was speaking to them through her. And when she died, all of these channelings, they didn't call them channelings, but all of these channelings became compiled in a book called St. Catherine's Dialogues with God and became a classic of Catholic literature and and she was sainted, okay? You get sainted after you die, not while you're alive. And um, Terry happened to be the spitting image of St. Catherine. And uh, that was like, okay, uncle, these guys are real. That's one of the things that said they're real. And I mean, I actually... I had a resistance to knowing they were real because I'm not good at responsibility. And then I would have to 
be responsible for it, which I'm taking. And uh, and I'm going to introduce Terry now. I don't know what she's going to say, but here we go. Hi, everybody. <laughs> no, uh, Lynn, Lynn is... He's a lot of fun. It's like, he, he plays these little tricks on me, and he always gets me. Like, you know, when I worked in the law office, he used to call up the law office and have this Jewish accent or this um, Mideast accent and say that, uh, like, she's very disappointed in the law firm and he's going to start a lawsuit. <laughs> and he always caught me. Today he came in and he's <laughs> the the um, people that were uh, fixing the uh, plumbing issue uh, were coming into the bedroom. <laughs> I better vacate this. <laughs> he always gets me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, this is a lot of fun what Lynn and I are doing, and. I'm really on track and really on purpose, and it's like we're so together in in, in our projects. It's really great, and we've done a couple of thousand channels. He asks great questions, and so do you guys who are in the audience. And uh, you can go to thespiritchannel.net and check it out. And back to Jackie. Thank you so much, Terry and Wynn. And uh, as Terry mentioned, I would like to emphasize and encourage everyone to visit the spiritchannel.net. Um, there, there are a couple thousand of channeled messages, and Terry Brown, who just spoke to us, brought forth the majority of these channeled conversations between the sources and when. Now, we ha- also have Bonnie from Corona, California who comes in next on our call. And she has become familiar with many of the channeled messages that are archived on the Spirit Channel. And we're so fortunate that she uh, spends the time to choose something special for us and uh, read it to us every night. So Bonnie, you are up next. Thank you. Okay, we're gonna finish out of the call that we've been reading from for the past three days. Uh, this took place on September 17th, 2011. And the title of the call was The Origins of Humanity. And so we've been finding out information about the Anunnaki and how they had genetically influenced uh, the humans for their purpose of mining gold. Um, The rebel humans uh, wanted to see what was in the sky where the spaceship that they loaded the gold onto went uh, and caused an explosion when they tried to commandeer a ship. And so now we are talking about Wynn is asking a question of um, 
I'm so sorry. One moment. When, here's the question from Wynn. When an individual took a human body, uh, they then identified with a group that they had the most resonance with. So that when the Anunnaki came in and took a human body, they could then move into whatever group that they wished and whatever group they identified with. No, I'm sorry. That was not the question. That was the answer. I, I apologize. Um, when, when we say that plea, I'm jumping ahead a little, guys. I apologize. When we say that Pleiadians were involved, was there a way that Pleiadian DNA got into the mix? Raw on answers. Yes, the DNA of many star groups was collected on the trade routes from different star systems and was collected as a prize by the genetic scientists. They then would use these mixes to see what they could come up with that would be a stronger mix more intelligent and would be more able to survive in the Earth's atmosphere. When that was the Anunnaki that were doing that? Ra'an, yes. When, when we've read how the Earth was a mixture of beings from many star systems taking incarnations here, was the Anunnaki moving through all these systems and picking up the DNA that were creating that? Ra'an, they were creating the new individuals scientifically and making them available to Earth. It was not only through sex that this was propagated. It was through the modification by adding different genes of different groups to the fertilization of the egg and different experiments to inject different genetic seeds into the ovum that they could experiment. Many of the creatures that were born were rejected and put to sleep as they did not work. But one in perhaps very many, like a million, would be an exceptional being. When we have groups on Earth that are very different, obviously with different genetics. For example, the Chinese have different bodies, different appearances, different makeup. Their qualities are quite different than Caucasians. And their personalities and the way they think, could we use that as an example and perhaps understand, were the Chinese part of the Anunnaki experiment? And Ra'an answers, there were different groups that came to Earth as outposts and were started much like the Europeans came to America. There were different space groups. And in the period when the expansion of the people on Earth was taking place before this destruction, people were out posted in groups, and these groups developed together in relative isolation 
within a certain area and hung together and so reproduced with different qualities. The Native Americans, this is when asking, the Native Americans, do they have a particular star system that they're related to? Ra'an, they were a mix and they mixed with and blended with groups from the Siberian and from the South American as those groups moved towards America. They were blended while they were still here with other groups. And when asked the final question, of all those beings that were destroyed by the flooding or the nuclear disasters or whatever, what happened to their soul matrices? Did they end up tangled masses of soul matrices like what happened on Maldic? And did they get untangled? Ra'an, the individuals who were blown up within the Sodom and Gomorrah area and within the Indian area, ended up very much in trouble. And as to reconstruction of their soul matrix and unable to operate and have been seeking, struggling to work it through, the individuals who did not get involved in those blasts carried on to become the people of today. However, this blast wiped out memory of what happened. And they also add, we would like to lift this heavy energy at this time and to move into the energy, bringing in the higher realms of peace and love and lift the karmic energy of destruction. This can benefit all of Earth because as it rides as an unconscious overlay in the past of Earth, individuals in an unconscious manner, take it on and tend to dramatize it. We would like to lift into the higher realms of light this overlay that it can be cleared from the earth's field. We leave, but we do not leave. And I'll turn it back to you, Jackie. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bonnie. Um, another fascinating reading that you've selected for us. And what a great example of the interesting questions that Wynne asks our sources. That's why we call them conversations. He really gets in depth. Now, in the next portion of our call, we get together with Jennifer from Greensburg, Pennsylvania. And Jennifer researches the most recent earthquake and volcanic activities on our planet. And we do this because the sources have asked us to keep them and ourselves informed of the most current events. They've also suggested that the most beneficial offering we can extend is the energy of calmness. So as Jennifer guides us to each area of activity, let's gather our group energy and focus that calming energy to all areas of concern. Jennifer? Thank you, Jackie. Tonight, I would like to invite Mother Earth to travel with us, increasing our intent for calm 
in the seismically and volcanically challenged areas. We're going to begin in Hawaii, and uh, tonight, it's a pretty good day, actually. Pahala, the little town on the southern side, um, had 2.4 and less. Now, this is the area. There's always lava moving under this area, so we always have rumbling and usually low-level activity. Uh, we did have 24 little episodes, and then moving northward to Pahala, or I'm sorry, Mauna Loa, excuse me, we had a 2.5, and then moving to the north of the island and a little bit westward out in the uh, water, we had a 2.8, and this is actually between the Big Island and Maui. So let's just take a moment and send calming down especially to what we can't see uh, with our eyes, everything under the water, fault lines, fracture zones, hot spots, undersea volcanoes, and anything else that might affect this area. And now we'll move southward. We're going to go down to New Zealand. Um, the New Zealand islands proper had threes on the islands, so they fared pretty well. Moving north to the Kermadec Islands, we had a 4.2, continuing along the same trench. North to Tonga, we had a 5.0, and then just a little bit uh, north of Tonga, we have Fiji. We had a 4.8 there. Now we're going to move across westward over to Papua New Guinea, and we had a 5.0 there. And we also have a uh, volcano, Langila, that is erupting. And while we're in this region, I'm going to take a quick look at Australia. On the west, southwestern side of Australia, this would be south of Perth, we've got a swarm going on there, uh, 3.5, and there were eight small earthquakes. So this area is being impacted by the ring of fire, and it is connected to the, the Indian-Australian plate. So we want to send our friends in Australia some calm. And then moving across to Indonesia, we did have um, threes and fours. 4.6 was the largest today there. And we also had Semaru that is really continuing to erupt quite explosively. Now we're going to turn towards the north. We're going to go to Japan. We had a couple of fours. 4.6 was the largest. And Suwanozajima is erupting. Continuing north to um, Kamchatsky area, we had 3.9. And let's see, no volcanoes. Hmm. And then moving across Alaska, we had quite a calm day in Alaska, the largest of which was 3.4, and that was at Point Graham, which is south of Anchorage and just about on the water. So it's close to the land, though, close to the mainland. And then on the mainland, we just had everything less than that, three and less. Moving down into uh, Washington, 
we didn't have a whole lot of activity uh, seismically, but I want to ha- have us then. Mount St. Helens is rumbling again, but I would like to have everybody send all the way down the West Coast, um, Mount Rainier, Mount St. Helens, uh, what else? Uh, Mount Adams, the Three Sisters in Oregon, Mount Hood in Oregon, and any that I miss, those are the ones that come to mind because they are all connected and they are all from, you know, one, this one will rumble and then two days later that one will rumble. They're all connected. Let us just then calm and ask that any of the activities would occur in areas where there are no humans. And then we're going to uh, take a quick zip down to uh, nothing really in Oregon, seismically. And then down to California, we did have a 2.5, and this was a little bit south of Petrolia in the area where those three plates come together. That was a 2.5. Moving down through the geysers region, always swarming, then calm. Keep it to a, a really low roar. And then moving down San Andreas Fault, everything was fairly low level, and it was actually kind of calm uh, on the San Andreas Fault today. We get down to Southern California, and everything was 2.3 and less. Looking at the eastern side of the state, we always have uh, rumblings over there. We had the Walker Swarm that is on the eastern side of the state, south of Lake Tahoe. And then south of that, we have the Long Valley Caldera. And south of that, we have Ridgecrest. And the largest um, activity today was in Olancha, which is a little bit north of Ridgecrest. And then before we leave the U.S., I want to mention Stanley, Idaho, 2.5. And West Yellowstone today had a low-level swarm. Everything was under two, but there were several right around uh, Yellowstone Lake. So we want to calm that area down. Moving down through Mexico, we had a slow day there. Uh, 4.1 was the largest I found. South to Guatemala, we had a 4.1. And we also had Fuego erupting. And it's really erupting today, like Strombolian, where it's throwing the lava out. And then Santiaguido is also erupting with lava. And then down into uh, Nicaragua, we had threes. Panama, we had a 4.3 in the sea. And then continuing down to Colombia, um, no seismic, but we had uh, Novato del Ruiz erupting with volcanic ash. And then down to Peru, we had a 4.7 in Sabancaya. Oh, I forgot Ecuador. Ecuador <laughs> didn't have seismic, but we did have San Jay and Reventador erupting. And then down into Chile, we had a 4.7 in Nevada State Chilean. So it kind of follows all the way down the um, Andes to send calm to everything and everybody there. And then we're going to come down around the southern tip of South America over to the South Sandwich Islands and had two 5.0s there. 
and then we're going to come up the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, and they're 4.8 at the Southern Mid-Atlantic Ridge. And this was uh, between the coast of Brazil and, if you know where Namibia is, or South Africa, kind of between those two. The Mid-Atlantic Ridge just runs right up the center there. And then we're going to quickly go across Europe. There wasn't a whole lot going on there today. Um, the Strait of Gibraltar, the largest I found was a 3.2. Moving across Spain and France, we just had two today. Italy, northern Italy, we did have a 4.3 and a 4.2. Greece, we had three. Over in uh, Turkey, we had twos, which is really odd. And then just a little bit um, east of that, we have the Caucasus region of Russia. We have 4.2, 4.1 in Kyrgyzstan, 3.8 in Pakistan, and 3.4 in China. And that was all that we had today. I want to say thank you to everyone for participating, and I'll send you all back to Jackie. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much, Jennifer. Well, in just a few moments, Wynn will take us on his guided visualization where he will address many of those other issues that also concern us. But right now, the phone lines will be unmuted and you have this opportunity to put your concerns into the light, always keeping in mind that the highest and greatest good for all be considered. If you're listening to us on BBS radio or to a replay, this is also the right time to put forth your personal concerns. And I'd like to thank you all for your contributions tonight. Unmuted. I would like to listen to our wife, our beautiful mother, our human family, our flora and fauna, all the sentient beings for our healing, assistance, and protection at all times for highest and greatest good. And I would like to ask for all of my other players there uh, to be supported when it's for the highest community. Thank you so much. This is Kathleen in Bloomfield, Vermont, and I'd like to put my friend Seth Slayton into the light. He lost his son to a suicide in, in October, and yesterday his father passed away. And at, right when he was finding out about it, he blew out his knee and needs surgery now. So my dear friend, for the greatest good of all concerned, uh, and of course with free will considered, um, may we put him into the love light. Thank you so much. This is Jennifer from Greensburg. I'd like to put everybody on this call, including your dear friend, Kathleen, that's really awful news. <laughs> I would like to put everybody on this call into the love light for healing no matter what the individual's need is. I would like to make mention of Winnie Terry. I would like to put them in the love light. And I would also like to put Cecil and Betty in the love light, Monica and Larry in Washington, Lauren in Washington, and Tom in San Jose, and White Dove and Willow, Phyllis and Joe T, both in Washington, Antonio Jr., Sr., and Abby, Hyatt for healing, Kathleen for healing, Mimi, our friend Mimi, for healing. She needs a lot of prayers, and her husband Larry as well, and Maxalina, 
and Susan, Peter, and Ryan from Toronto, and Tony, Camille in West L.A., and I'd like to quote myself in this field of energy. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Tom in San Jose asking for support and protection for Sidney Powell, Mike Lindell, and for Mike's complaint to the Supreme Court. Thank you. This is Jim. Go ahead, Lynn. Okay, Jeannie, let's duke it out. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I know Mimi's on the line tonight, and I just want to send her healing yeah. as well. And, you know, she sounded better today than she has from the first time I talked to her. And I, I just hope that can endure and 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 that uh, she can have miracles. Thank you. And this is Jeannie. I want to place the awakening of humanity into the light. There are many hopeful indications. More and more people are awakening to the awareness that humans have long been under the control of a group of beings that do not have our best interest in mind. More and more people are beginning to say enough is enough. No more giving over my sovereignty to authority figures. As of right now, I am my own authority. I take responsibility for my own choices, decisions, and actions. And I ask the Elohim to continue to support us in this process. Thank you. Muted. This is Wynn. And I do a closing visualization where we scan our entire planet very quickly and try to we create a connection with our sources, our group soul friends, and um, they add their energies to what I'm doing. And we always have to do it a little fast on the night when we're on BBS so that we finish exactly at, at uh, 8, 8 Pacific. So we have a group energy. We have tied ourselves together on the other side. You can just imagine that. And, um, and that we have moved in our own individual consciousnesses to the place where, where we can feel each other's energies. And we have, and we invite, of course, the Elohim and the Ra group and Mother Earth and the Sun to join our group energies as well as anyone else that has a positive disposition on the other side that wants to help. And we surround our planet and we send this energy down to the surface of our planet, to every square foot of it. And we ask to uplift the energy wherever it can be received 
and we particularly focus on the humans of planet Earth. Who are service to others. Terry, you've been dropped out. Will you check on him, please? All the energy throughout Mother Earth. This imaginary cloud, the blanket. I'm back. back when. Okay. Um. So, gotta go really fast now. We go to the children of our planet. Are we over time right now, guys? Are we off of BBS? No, it's seven forty-eight right now. 748. Okay. Thank you. We go to the children of our planet, who many of them are very advanced, but they still don't have wisdom yet. And we ask that as they get older, they gain in wisdom. We go to the animals and the pets. We're going to go through it fast. We go to the plants who receive the energy from the higher realms and move it through their bodies and through their roots into the earth, the plants from grass, the bushes, the trees, and everything in between. Then we go to the rocks, the minerals, and crystals. And the insects, who are part of the balance of power, uh, uh, not, not the balance of life, not power, like the bees. And uh, we ask to preserve those species. And we go to the fish and the sea life and the dolphins and the whales. Now we go down through the surface of the earth into the interior of the earth. And we touch... Mother Earth herself, who occupies, you feel occupies the interior of the Earth and penetrates through to the surface. So everything on Earth is connected to the field of Mother Earth. And Earth has to process all that. So we send her healing energy and gratitude. We go to the energy waves that travel through the Earth and terminate in potential earthquakes and potential volcanoes. And we send calm energy. We go back to the surface of the Earth 
And we go to the three earthquake zones. And um, this is a little different angle than what Jennifer was doing. We are sending calm energy to potential future earthquakes and fault lines. When we go to the Ring of Fire, the landmass is surrounded by the Pacific Ocean. And we go to the New Madrid fault line, a hundred mile, hundreds of miles column of light down on the middle of St. Louis and the surrounding states, bringing calm energy. And we go to the Mid-Atlantic fault line, in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, coming from, uh, let's see, um, coming from the North Pole, <laughs> through Iceland, through the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, we put a column of light down thousands of miles long, penetrating through the water into the land underneath the water, sending calm energy. You know, all the other potential earthquakes and volcanoes on our planet, we ask our sources to help locate them and any earthquake and send calm energy and any earthquakes or volcanoes that need to happen because the earth is releasing stress. We ask that they can happen gradually and away from population centers. We go to the other out-of-balance situations on our planet, be some of the others, starting out with coronavirus and asking that um, it be rendered harmless. And the immune systems of humans and ask that they can be strengthened. And the vaccines that have toxins in them, we ask that the toxins be transmuted. We go to the awareness of the humans on this planet and the discernment that the humans can um, take in the negative agendas that are occurring and be able to tell what is and what isn't negative and can orient their consciousnesses for a shift in this entire area. We ask that the humans take in all the celestial consciousnesses that are positive like the ones we talk to and bring them in and have access to changing things by their own requests. We go to suffering and we ask to send the Christ light to everyone who's suffering who um, that helping them stay above their suffering. We go to droughts and we ask for rain in all those areas where there are droughts, where the 
particularly populated areas and where animals need to get water. We go to the governments of our planet and we ask for qualities of leadership that help people feel safe and cared for. And if not in the government of today, then in the government that comes in tomorrow, not just in our country, but all over the planet. We go to interventions. We ask that our realm is protected from nuclear weapons going off. We ask for transmutation of toxic materials um, from radio, radioactivity, from chemtrails, from radio frequency and microwave energies that are harmful to humans, especially 5G. Nanobots, which can be little particles that travel through the air to get into your system and screw it up. And anything in food, air, water, or medicine that's toxic, we have to have it transmuted. And finally, we bring this energy back to ourselves. We see it flowing through the galaxy, through our galaxy, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, and ending up on our own personal rooftop, where we have an energy filter that only lets positive energy in. And if we're comfortable, we can invite that energy into our home and let it expand and move around in our entire home, transmuting any negativity. We can put it on the outside of our home, um, keeping negative from the world ending up in our home. And we can move it through our own body. Right now, see that energy, see the Christ energy moving down from your crown chakra through each chakra. Expanding you, breaking down barriers, and holding the space that you can expand to other people and help lift their vibrations. You don't have to lecture them, just think a positive thought towards them. And we're going to end the verbal part of this call. We're going to go to, for those of you that want to start 
phone line silently. The silent part of the call. And for those of you in BBS, we thank you for listening. And we tell you, all of our calls, the phone numbers are listed on the spiritchannel.net. And we hope you'll come to more of them. Many people that come to these calls, not only are we doing shifting exercises for the planet, we're shifting ourselves as well. And it helps to keep your vibration up and your joy up. Well, we are in such catalytic times and so many people are afraid of what's going to happen next. So on that note, we're going to say goodbye and see you next time. And thank you for being here. This session is no longer being recorded. This session is no longer being recorded.